The occasional fall or knockdown served by a dose of reality is good for us. The point I'm trying to make here is that on occasion you'll do or not do what you want because you're concerned with what other people might think of you. And that, guys, is holding you back from what really matters to you. Why do we care so much about other people's opinion, even those of total strangers? And why do we pop the parachute instead of doing what we should really do? And when do you know you're ready to do what you always wanted to do, especially in the context of your job search or your career change plans and in the context of work or the type of job you really, really want to do? Hello friends and fans and welcome back to my latest podcast. I'm Uli Shield aka Mr. Careertic and in this episode I'm going to talk about you know you're ready when you don't care what they think. I'll tell you a couple of stories and I'm going to give you some examples how you can actually figure out what you want, whether it's for a new job, for career changing, for gig hustling or freelancing. So let's get started. Sit back and enjoy my pod. Maybe take some notes and reflect on to your own employment or your own history or your own plans and situation and what it looks like on paper or how you usually explain yourself. And as always, if you like the pod, subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you do. So why do we do things or not do things because of how we expect others to react? Guys, no matter the why, the truth is at some point we base our actions and our decisions on how we expect or anticipate the people around us or other people, how they'll perceive us. And as an outcome or a result, we don't always do the things we want to do. Because sort of inside we have these demons in our ears, we're afraid of what others will or might think. I'm going to kick this off with a disclaimer, just so we're all clear on what I'm explaining here. It's beneficial to have opinions from other people, from few people, from family, from friends, etc., from people you can trust to tell you if you're doing something bat crap crazy or from people who encourage you even to take a risk. Thankfully, for example, I have a partner who always tells me and never hesitates to keep me in check or nudge me forward uh, when I'm doing something or when I'm thinking about something new, when I'm planning something. And I have a whole heap of family members who will always tell me point blank if I am not thinking clearly, if I'm crazy. But what about other people's opinions? What about those who spew hate and venom and and really weird decisions and directions for no reasons? Or what about people you go to school with or people you work with or ex-workers or otherwise who you have to tolerate because you encounter them frequently during your journey? This is the kind of stuff that I'd like to talk about. This is the kind of stuff that I want you to reflect on. 
So I'm going to share a little flashback with you about my own life, where for a good chunk of my life, I valued, actually overvalued the opinion of others way too much. I wasn't the most confident kind of kid. And like many others, there were lots of situations I was made fun of relentlessly. You know, I was slightly overweight. I had asthma. I wasn't, you know, really cool looking. Uh, I was a bit nerdy and, you know, all of that other stuff. And I wasn't pretty enough. I acted like a boy. My idea of a good time when I was between 13 and 15 was seeing how high I could launch into the air from a homemade ramp with a pair of rollerblades or with my, uh, I think back then they were called Bonanza bike and, you know, all sorts of other weird behavior. And the other kids uh, in my school, they would all always let me know that this was just not right. And my analysis of these events, even until I was sort of in into my late teens, was the same. Do something different from everyone else and you'll be berated and therefore it's probably better to fit in. And unfortunately, I have to admit that this went on into my early 20s. I allowed a lot of opportunities to pass me by simply because I cared way, way, way too much about what other people would think or say. And I would so often not be true to myself or do the things that would make me really happy out of fear of how other people might react. I stopped doing those things that aren't normal in their view, and I always conformed to the standards. I started to behave different, I dressed uh, different, I acted the way it was expected of me. I even changed the type of glasses I wore and changed my hair. So guys, perhaps you can relate. When was the last time you didn't do what you wanted because you cared so much about what other people would think? probably more frequently than you like to admit. Okay, so now I'm older and I believe a bit wiser and I even run a job search coaching and career changer business. I'm actually quite uh, proud of it. It's quite a successful business. Fast forward a bit and I'm now in my early 50s. I'm much more confident, though not immune to hatred. And Many share their negative opinions and their thoughts about me, including my looks and how I speak, because I'm a career coach, uh, a job search coach, and because I'm a German-born Australian. So in their view, I'm a foreigner. And in their view, I might have a bit of a weird accent sometimes, But guys, I don't stress properly and I don't need to show more skin anymore. My personal opinion about their views have completely changed and my methods of addressing them have also completely changed because I actually don't care anymore what they think. 
Now, don't get me wrong, that didn't just happen with the click of a switch or overnight. I actually also needed a bit of time to develop that, probably half a year. Now more than ever, thanks to the internet and social media and our bloody mobiles, people have no problem being jerks and letting their opinions fly. And the same applies to even our closest friends, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, our ex-co-workers or our so-called networkers. The pool of negativity has grown larger and deeper. But I'm telling you, it's time to stop caring about what other people think if you want to embark on a job change, a career change, or if you're considering to do your own gig hustle or maybe even be a freelancer. So let me tell you about seven really simple ways to not care about what other people think or what other people say about you. Because you're going to be ready when you know that you've stopped caring about what other people say or think. So let's jump into the seven ways to step into not giving a damn about what others think and to live the life you want so you can get the jobs you deserve. So number one, the negative comments someone makes is about them, not about you. So remember that when people make negative comments about someone else, it's about them, not about you. Let me explain. When I started my business, and this was about 10 years ago, I was immediately introduced to the craziness that can happen on the internet, on social media and mobiles. People had all sorts of uh, comments and posted really cruel and false comments about me in forums and in groups in LinkedIn and you name it. And I was criticized for so many things, like the way I was explaining things for the fact that even though I ran a career coaching business, I had occasional typing or grammar errors. Uh, Even the way I looked and the age I had and the fact that I was a foreigner. To some people, I was too big. To others, I was too small. For other people, I was trying too hard. And for others, there was something wrong with me because I started the business. And then for others, it was because of the pictures I posted of me that weren't business-like enough. And the list just was, it just went on and on and on. And at times it was really shocking and overwhelming. And I was asking myself, why would people who don't even know me feel compelled to be so cruel? But the longer this whole stuff went on, and this is a lot to, I really have to thank my partner here, The longer this would go on, I would get the advice to just suck it up and to not comment on it, just ignore them. And the longer this went on, a couple of years ago, you know, about seven years ago, I ended up seeing everything quite clearly because of that advice. The people 
who were going out of their way to make these hateful comments and posts in groups and so on, usually even under aliases, must have had pretty crappy lives. Why would someone who is happy or building a worthwhile life take the time to do nothing more than be hateful? And that was the first a realization for me that the hateful comments I received are reflections actually on the commenter. So on the person who was posting it, not on me. It's just like when I was back in high school, but with, you know, in brackets, somewhat grown-ups and the power of anonymity via the internet or social media could do to me. So When that realization happened, everything changed. It's pretty sad if you think about it that some people have nothing better to do with their time than to try to tear others down. So now, and believe me, I still get these because, you know, I'm in social media a lot. I have all sorts of websites and social tools that I use. So now when I receive these really unconstructive pure hateful comments, I kind of view the commenters completely different to how I used to. I don't get uh, upset anymore. Well, sometimes I still do, but I don't get as upset as I used to. And I certainly don't take their opinion to heart any longer. And that's because my partner taught me to just not do that. I actually take pity on whoever is choosing to spend their limited time on this earth flinging bile towards people they don't even know, including me. And now I just sort of have this thinking that it's unfortunate that some of these people have nothing better to do than to try to tear others down, including me. So I don't respond. And here's the second practical way I developed. I call it number two, and that was I learned to be true to myself, and you should learn to be true to yourself. I know it's almost a, a painful cliche, but it's actually crucial. It, it was a real valuable lesson I didn't learn until my late 30s. As a personal example, I took the risk of creating my first business. And when I did that, I shared a lot of my personal experiences, such as the fact that I was dyslexic and that I was overweight in my 30s and all of these other things. When I started the career coaching, the job search coaching business, I wanted to be really genuine and honest to my audience and to my clients. My, my real goal was to be honest, unrestrained and as transparent as possible, not only on the website and in the blogs that I posted. This was way before podcasting and YouTubing, etc., because that to me was the only way to truly connect to people, to my clients, to my uh, audience. And so many called this crazy. But I called it following a passion that was in my heart to share my story and by doing so, hopefully helping people 
to compare their own situations to some of what I had experienced. And I don't really know when it happened, but once I finally stopped caring so much about what other people thought and what they were commenting on, I just continued to follow my heart. And my life as a business person got significantly better. And the way the clients then came to me was much easier and much more regular than it was before. So what I want to say here is, guys, never underestimate the beautiful power and the freedom that washes over you when you commit to being true to yourself. Okay, so here's my practical way number three. And the way I call it is, guys, this is your one life. There is no do-overs. My mom and both my dad were uh, doctors. My father was a dentist and my mother was a scientist and a doctor. And they saw illness and death almost on a daily basis. And the exposure to their work gave me the opportunity to learn from those who are willing to share their life lessons, their life stories, because my mom and dad brought these stories home every day to the dinner table. And one of the most frequent comments, this time not from my mom and dad, they both passed away a while ago, was something along the lines of, I wished I would have chosen to be happy. And it was from a, a good friend of mine who passed away. And this was one of the very last things he shared with me. Look, guys, all of our stories will in some form or the others end the same. Death is inevitable as uncomfortable as it may be to acknowledge the fact that we will all die, it can all be very liberating. When you can put your thing, your life into perspective, your plans, and when you realize that we only get one life, it makes it really easier to stop caring so much about what other people think and be true to yourself. And you know, a really funny thing was it was on a flight from Melbourne back to Sydney. I sat down in my seat and they weren't cleaning the plane as nice as they normally do. I won't name the airline now. But uh, in the seat pocket, there was a book and it was called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And that book actually just reconfirmed what I'm just saying here as my my mantra number three. This is your one life. There are no do-overs. Okay, and here is my recommendation for practical way number four to not care what other people think. Think. Really, really think about the absolute worst case scenario. It's that simple. Ask yourself what intimidates you, what's holding you back from doing the things you really want to do. For example, I have almost every month a discussion with one of my clients who are thinking 
of actually leaving the permanent job search world and to embark on a completely different journey of gig hustling or freelancing. And what I always say to them is ask yourself this simple question. What is the absolute worst thing that will happen if you do insert whatever it is that you want to do? Do you want to stick with what you know and be unhappy or do you want to know your network and your really cool online portfolio of all the jobs that you have already done and try to find some clients who have mentioned with you before that they think you should start your own business? Then think about it. Is that worst case scenario really that bad? No, it's not. Nine out of 10 times when I take my clients through this thought process, they come back to me almost within a week or two and tell me a story. Guess what? One of my networks came back and offered me a job. Or guess what? I discovered this or that and already have my first gig. Or guess what? You know, it's it just the list goes on and on. So the point I'm making here is the real question we should be asking is, What is the worst thing that will happen if we don't do the things that make us happy because we are concerned what other people will say or think? So the next time you're hesitant to do something or take a risk because you're afraid of what other people will think, stop and ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario if I do this? more than likely it's actually not that bad and I can almost guarantee you you'll be worse off if you don't do things because you're more concerned with what others will think. I'd rather look back on a life and say I can't believe that I did that than I wished I had done that. By the way that's not from me that's from Richard Branson. And that guy is a British dyslexic billionaire who employs globally about 50,000 people. So what do you say, guys? Are we coming on track with the thinking about it? If you enjoy this and if this reminds you, if you want more on this topic, just check out my other podcast and also some of the YouTube tutorials on my YouTube channel. Just go to Mr. Careertic. Okay, and now we're going to talk about number five practical way to not care about what other people think. And that is remove sources of negativity immediately. When I lost my job for the second time in my career, I was made redundant. And again, it came as a total surprise. I was really ready. I said, that's it. I'm no longer going to work uh, that way. I'm going to work for myself. And I poured my heart out to an ex-manager that I really trusted. And he made this really interesting comment uh, with me, especially around the people who were so negative, who had caused so much trouble that led up to all of that. And 
Here's what he said: "Burn the bridges to light the way." Now, at first, I thought this is all a bit weird and a bit old-fashioned, and I went to Doctor Google and I googled it, and it was something from Julius Caesar. But in essence, what it basically meant was purge your life of negativity, remove yourself from toxic people and resources. If your ex-coworkers or your coworkers have a knack for starting drama, avoid them. If your circle of friends have a tendency to tear you down because of what has happened in your life or what is currently going on in your life, then separate yourself and look elsewhere. If you have a public life on the internet or have trouble with cyberbullying and can't, and and you know I'm saying this in bracket yet. Laugh off the terrible comments people say about you. For the love of everything, stop reading the comments and remove yourself from the situations in front of you. I've learned this from other startups and from other、uh, people who worked around me in the early years of my business, who. Simply explain to me that you can't stop people from being hateful, but you can choose to ignore them and do something meaningful with your time instead. And that was one of the most valuable lessons I learned. I once made the mistake of reading, you know, particularly in the early、uh, days of my business. I regularly made the mistake of reading all the comments about me on the forums and, you know, LinkedIn and the Facebook channel, and when I had Eventbrite events, and I was totally shocked by some of the comments that people were making of me. But then I reflected on what my other startup people around me recommended, and now I can easily shrug off ninety nine percent. Of the cruel, ridiculous comments that people make, and look, don't get me wrong, I'm not bulletproof. The foolproof solution that I learned is to simply avoid it altogether. In other words, what I do is, I just don't read it. I I shrug it off. So instead of reveling over comments, I simply ignore them. I keep doing the work that makes me happy, and I continue to follow my passion. I decided, and I've chosen to make positive, productive, fulfilling decisions with my life and with my time, and I think you should do the same. So the point I'm trying to make here, my recommendation is remove sources of negativity immediately. One of the things that I always say in many of my posts, podcasts, and YouTube tutorials is. If you want to gain followers, if you want to get clients, whether it's as a gig hustler, as a freelancer, as a career changer, give two before you ask one back. So instead of reveling over comments, just simply ignore them and do the things that make you happy. Continue to follow your passion. Make a positive, productive contribution, and make full. Filling decisions with your time, and I know I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but guys, you should do the same. Simply avoid people and resources, especially social media, if necessary, that are negative. <laughs>
Now I'm going to come to a really interesting way to not care about what other people think or say. And I have to make a little disclaimer here. It took me a while to actually really embrace that one myself because I had this habit of listening to everyone to you know, collect lots of opinions. And then I would go into these stages, which I called the FOMO, which was the fear of more options. And then I would compare them and get into FOBO, which was the fear of better options. And then when I compared them, trust me, I I even had spreadsheets, I would compare them. And then I went into the worst stage. And that was what I called vortex. And it just created hell until one of my mentors, I still, you know, he's still one of my mentors today, Roger Gray. He's an amazing guy. He's the CEO of Auckland Ports. Before that, he was the CEO of another port in New Zealand. And before that, he was the chief operating officer of Air New Zealand. He said to me, Uli, you need to trust a few opinions, but forget the rest if you want to do what you really want to do. And I really took his advice to heart and I learned that there's freedom in being true to yourself and actually not caring about what other people think. However, I also learned that it's important and he taught me how to do that. It's really important to trust just a select few people in your life to share their opinions with you or people you can go to when you need to talk. And I've decided to create a circle of mentors and coaches for myself. I have a few close people that I can confide in, and I think you should try to do the same thing. So I'm talking about people who you know, especially people who have your best interest at heart. So personally, I can count on one hand the number of people's opinions in my life, in my business life, in my private life that have an effect on me. And what about other people or total strangers who feel the need to tell me online, in social media, in comments, at events, and otherwise through other people what they think about me, my business, my life, my appearance? (laughs) I really don't care. They don't matter. So guys, trust a few opinions, but forget the rest. Burn the bridges to light the way. And here's the last one of my seven practical ways to not care about what other people think or say about you. Some people are going to dislike you and there's nothing you can do about it. When I speak to my audience or to my clients, I use this sentence a lot together with another one, and that is, your most valuable asset as a job hunter, a career changer, a gig hustler, or a freelancer is your time. Don't waste it. Don't waste your time trying to get everyone to like you because it's impossible. Instead of worrying about who doesn't like you, I think you should focus on being a better person for those who do. So spend your time and your energy living uh, an awesome life. Use your talents, your gifts, your passion and your abilities 
to make the world and people around you better. When people ask me what my passions are, I always say I have three. I have passion for people. I have passion for the world around us. And the last one, which I'm really obsessed with, is I have passion for results. Let other people like you, not because of who you're trying to be, but because of who you genuinely are. Or as I like to say, I'd rather be hated for who I truly am than loved for something that I'm pretending to be. And on that topic, I've recently posted a YouTube tutorial and also a podcast titled Don't Fake It Till You Make It, Face It Till You Make It. And that's exactly about that. Don't let other people bother you let other people like you, not because of who you are trying to be, but because of who you genuinely are. Apply those seven practical tips and you'll be on your way to not caring what other people think and you will run your own more awesome life achieve the job that you deserve, the career change you're looking for, start the gig hustling that you're considering or do your freelancing business. You know you're ready when you don't care what they think. Oh, and before I forget it, I think I really want to say this. Please practice this with other people too. If you find yourself judging or gossiping about others, please guys, stop. Let's focus instead of becoming the best version of ourselves and encourage others to do the same, even if it's a different way than us. Join me again every Thursday here on Mr. Koreatik Podcast or in my Koreatik YouTube channel with all the tutorials and grab your dose of weekly career advice. If you are actively looking for a new job or if you're hunting for new clients or freelancing gigs, make sure to hunt wisely and whatever you do, remember to always check to tick all the right boxes.